garland of mystical visions, a satya darshana. Satya means truth or existence. A satya means falsehood or non-existence. Falsehood can take two general forms. One may imagine reality in that which is unreal, such as when a child attributes life to a doll or a puppet. Or one may see unreality in that which is real, such as when an old man turns sour and he thinks that nothing has any value any longer. Between these two poles is the entire range of asatya. Well, that's quite good. So child pretending and imagining that the doll is, has life, that is one type of falsehood. And the other is when old man turns sour and thinks nothing has any value. There is a generic defect in the stuff out of which all minds are made that causes many errors, such as the appearance of the blue in the ocean. We are all of one mind to see blue in the sky. This is like the original sin. Avidya is the individual possibility of error. We need the establishment of a refraction index so that we may see through the collective and individual errors. With such an index or such a knowledge, the experience of illusion will remain, but the interpretation and value significance will change. Once we know the water that we see in a desert mirage is only an illusion, the appearance of the mirage to us will persist, but we will no longer attempt to quench our thirst by running towards it. Another term for the expression of falsehood is lie. A lie is an attempt to veil truth. The veil may be either opaque, translucent or transparent. An effective lie must distort truth in such a way that there is an opacity or translucency so that it is secure against contradiction. A transparent lie won't hold any water. On the ground of impossibility, we easily reject a statement as incredible. A translucent lie is possible or even probable, but it can be verified or found out given various examinations. If you claim that previously you gave $100 to a man who is now dead, there is an opacity because it is impossible to be contradicted. A lie can only be a lie if it has a motive or purpose behind it. We tell lies only with a hope or a fear of something in the future. This suggests that lies have both an axiological and a teleological reference. So that hope and fear is the axiological part and future that is the teleological part. Here in the third chapter, lies, falsehoods or illusions are equated with the very will or purposiveness of the Absolute. The collective world is like, is an expression of the collective mind. And just as I have a motivation in telling lies to keep up the expression of my mind or my world, the collective mind takes measure of obscuring falsehood to keep up the handiwork of its world. And just as I have a motivation in telling lies to keep up the expression of my mind or my world, 
the collective mind takes measure of obscuring falsehood to keep up the handiwork of its world. Perhaps the best way to attempt to get a handle on the purposiveness or the will of the collective consciousness is to examine the many deep-seated instincts which we all share in common. An instinct is defined as an unconscious prompting, habit or tendency that leads to the attainment of some goal. Some instincts are self-preservation, Elan Vital. So that's another way of looking at Elan Vital, self-preservation. Sex, hunger, domination, submission, hope, fear, territorial imperative, self-expression, curiosity, creation, destruction, parental urge, assertion, withdrawal, aggression, defense, retaliation, reverence, etc. At the base of human life is the stuff out of which our mind is generated, being seeded with so many instincts, both somatic and psychic. There is a search involved in all instincts to see how each can be brought in the open, brought to expression and fulfillment. Curiosity is like a pointing forward to a possible fulfillment of any of the other instincts. To assert themselves, the instincts must dress themselves up to be acceptable in the light of reason and social censoring. Security is the keystone and insecurity leads to destruction. What is most central is self-preservation and its opposite is self-destruction. If the absolute is pure light, as explained in the first 20 verses, then maya is the shadow cast by that light. Maya is not simply falsehood. Maya must be both sat and asat. For if there were not an umbrella of reality protecting the unreal, then as we pointed out before, an illusion would be transparent we would never accept the lie as truth. So that is the satasat vilakshanam, mayas, which is true and untrue at the same time. This is, I think, a Shankara idea. Narayana Guru's the idea of maya is a bit different. He puts them in pairs. Vidya, vidya, ma, para, para, tama, pradhanam, prakriti. He doesn't talk of satasat.